Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What a world! Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Riders, your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, February 24th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and um, I hope that February is not tripping you up. I, I'll be honest, I always... Like February's hard to mentally wrap my brain around. Um, I was looking at something in you know like March second or third or whatever is next week, like a week from today. I don't even know if it's the second or third, and it just doesn't feel right. I don't know. Like I know today is the twenty fourth, but it just doesn't. There's something about how short February is that messes with my head, and I can't, I can't get over it. And so, um, so I hope that that is not a problem in your life. Uh, but next week is notable the NFL Combine going on next week. Obviously, an important part of the draft process. If you are a fan of the draft and draft related content, we do have a brand new show here that launched two weeks ago. Uh, I guess a week ago, uh, technically, but you know, two cycles ago, if you will, uh, here on the podcast network, talking the draft with Connor Livesey and Mark Schofield. Fantastic first two episodes have been great. They're going to be doing that every single Wednesday throughout the draft season. Then obviously we'll we'll shift things when the draft is over. But uh, make sure you're checking that out and all of our shows here on the Blog and the Boys podcast network. Later on today, you will not get riled up. Tom and Roy off for this week and next week, so you will get bonus episodes of Hidden Yardage with Mark Lane and Sean Martin instead. But We make sure to give you two shows every single weekday, and we give you a show on Saturday and a show on Sunday because we know that things are always happening with the Dallas Cowboys. There's always something to talk about. So we want to make sure that you are fed because we care about you. Really, that's kind of how we roll. Um, And something we've been talking about for over a week now, uh, as it pertains to the football operations of the Dallas Cowboys, has been what Mike McCarthy said on the Rich Eisen show. Obviously, McCarthy went on last Tuesday and kind of lit the place up and I know some people didn't think it was that big of a deal. It was a big deal. I I mean, McCarthy's comments were notable, especially in response to all the things that Jerry Jones has said this offseason. And, you know, this offseason feels like it just started. But, you know, it's, you know, six, six weeks old or something like that at this point. And so it's been a little while. And Mike McCarthy will speak next Tuesday. A friend of the show, Bobby Belt, tweeted this out actually on Tuesday that McCarthy is scheduled to speak actually next Tuesday. Um on um i don't know what day that is i think it's the first <laughs> on tuesday march 1st um at 11 15 central time um so we'll obviously hear what mike mccarthy has to say and that's important because it's the first time anybody affiliated with the dallas cowboys is going to speak publicly obviously since uh the espn report last week and i imagine mike mccarthy won't have anything to say on that and by the way we did cover that here on the blog on the boys podcast network myself and gina kelly from sb nation spoke about it on the o show last week if you want to go back in your feed and listen to our discussion 
But Mike McCarthy, obviously, going to be the first person to speak since he spoke. Mike McCarthy is going to have a chance very publicly to either double down on everything he told Rich Eisen or kind of smooth it over. And, I mean, if you've been around for a while, if you have endured Dallas Cowboys off-seasons, if you have, you know, rooted for this team for a long time, you know that there are tentpole events like the NFL Combine where, you know, players or not players in this case, but coaches or front office figures, front office executives, general managers, whatever the case may be, they speak. And there are not a lot of speaking opportunities throughout the offseason. After Mike McCarthy speaks at the NFL Combine, the next time we hear him probably will not be until the Cowboys have their their sort of pre-draft press conference where they, they drop a little bit of breadcrumbs in terms of what they're thinking. We'll obviously hear from them throughout the draft. But my point is, we do not get a lot of McCarthy behind the microphone moments throughout the offseason. And this is an important one. This is an important one because right now the franchise, the football part of it looks like it is in disarray. It looks like this coming season is dead on arrival. It looks like nobody believes in Mike McCarthy. It's going to be his first chance to to kind of talk about Dan Quinn. I know he, he did talk about him with Rich Eisen, but it was more of, of defending the whole vibe and aura that's surrounding them as a staff. And so... I don't want to say right now like, oh man, the season hinges on what Mike McCarthy has to say at the combine next week, but this is, I can't, I really can't think of a time where the Cowboys head coach was going to speak, where it was going to be so important in terms of dictating what the rest of the offseason, what the rest of the offseason, you know, roster acquisition period was going to be like. It's, this is an important moment for Mike McCarthy and it's, it's his moment to control. It's his opportunity, obviously, to, to kind of set the tone and set the narrative in terms of what he wants it to be. If he does want to, again, come back against what Jerry Jones had to say. And I could see that. I could see Mike McCarthy, you know, we've pontificated that maybe he feels like he's got to look out for his own self-interest and he's got to protect his potential future if he's coaching a different team that's, that's not the Cowboys after this coming season. I could get that. I could see, you know, after the Rich Eisen show comments and it blowing up the way it did. I could see hypothetically him and Jerry having a sit down and saying, look, nobody's going to say anything anymore. We're going to keep everything in house, which would be the non Dallas Cowboys way, um, obviously. But so I I just I really want to stress that those comments are going to be so important. And, and that's really what I wanted to talk about here today. And and I know that this is a strange topic. It's it's just kind of talking about something that has yet to happen. But it is. Th- think about this. We, we do a roundtable show every Tuesday night. We'll be talking about what Mike McCarthy has to say at the Combine. I'll obviously be here on the NFC East mixtape um, next week talking about what Mike McCarthy and to that point Nick Sirianni and Brian Dable and Ron Rivera had to say. And then we'll be here next week on the Ocho talking about what Mike McCarthy had to say. Time can move fast and very slow in the NFL. Think about a week ago. All right, I know the Ocho dropped last Wednesday um, as a result of the ESPN story, but I mean, think about that. Like, I know for me, you know, recording them that feels like forever ago in the rearview mirror. You know, those storylines feel like forever and ever and ever ago. That was way before you know Aaron Rodgers told us about his cleanse and things like that. And so. It, it will be fresh in the moment, but it will sit for a while. And and so what Mike McCarthy says next week at the NFL Combine is a huge deal and is very important. And if we're getting to the subject of what do we want to hear from Mike McCarthy, I would love to hear what you want to hear from him. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at rjocho. You can email me, rj.ocho at SBNation.com. I want to hear him double down. If I'm being honest with you, that's what I want to hear from Mike McCarthy. I would be a little bit disappointed if Mike McCarthy, you know, got behind a microphone, did his usual joke about like, oh, it's pretty cold here, you know, the the, the shrimp cocktail at Elmo's is spicy, whatever. I, I don't want that. I want Mike McCarthy to be pissed off. I want him to be terse. I want him to be, you know, 
I want him to be kind of crotchety. I want him to be upset because I want that disposition. I've said many times this offseason, I you know, do I believe in Mike McCarthy? <laughs> Thank you, Bear. Not really. And and I you know, Bear, it's cool. I'll get your opinion across. Bear is pumped, by the way. I don't know if I've explained this, but now that Matt Eberflus is the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Bear feels like, you know, he's walk he's walking a little tall. You know, he hangs out in my office all day long. We've got a little couch in here, and he just looks at me and is like must be nice. Must be nice for you to have Mike McCarthy. I got Matt Eberflus. To be clear, you know, to be clear, Bear is a Cowboys fan, but he yeah, he obviously is for the Bears. But anyway, um, now that the the noise has has um, gone away and I can stop stalling, I I was in on Mike McCarthy. If you listen to this show or any other show, you listen to me anywhere, you know that I have defended him a lot. But the way the second half of the season wore down, the way the team acted and behaved after the season ended is just indefensible to me. I have yet to see Mike McCarthy really take any sort of accountability for that. So I'm out. I'm out on Mike McCarthy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Mike McCarthy is a genius. I'm not going to do that. But I do not want to waste this year of our lives. I don't want that. I don't want to waste this year. I don't want this to be a wasted season. I don't want, um, you know, maybe not a year, but 11 months from now for the Cowboys to have missed the playoffs and for Mike McCarthy to be going on the Rich Eisen show, whatever, and saying, you know, I just really haven't had a chance to install my offense. You know, when I came to Dallas after my year away from the Packers, I really believed that the offensive coordinator had to be the person installing the offense. I've since changed. I really think you have to go back. I think the head coach needs to call plays. Once my offense gets in here, things will change. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I don't want to waste this year. I want Mike McCarthy to have full autonomy. That's what I want. You know, I want Mike McCarthy to have no excuse, nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. And you know what? If he pulls it off, then he gets all the credit and good for him and good for us. We all ultimately want that at the end of the day. I mean, I don't want to sit here and watch the Cowboys fail so that I can be right. I would rather be wrong and, and have the Cowboys obviously have success. But I want to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, and maybe you're going to sit there and say, well, I already know beyond a shadow of a doubt. I want to know beyond a measurable shadow of a doubt. I want to be able to sit here and say, I want Mike McCarthy to be able to sit here and say, you know what? I had everything I wanted. I had every bit of control. I had every bit of influence. I had every bit of say and every bit of direction, and I just I wasn't enough. I'm, and we have really yet to see that kind of accountability from him, but that's what I want to happen. And so that's why I think this season is so important. And so, And I think also... And I said this when we talked about the, the show, the, the Eisen Show comments. I mean, I look, if I was Mike McCarthy, I would have done the Rich Eisen Show thing. I would have gone out and, and protected myself. And so do I think that Mike McCarthy did, you know, an amazing job in the Green Bay Packers on the Super Bowl? I think he did the normal amount of job, a normal amount of work that a Super Bowl winning head coach does. I know some people believe he had really nothing to do with that. Whatever. We're not going to relitigate that conversation. But what I want, I want Mike McCarthy to storm into Jerry Jones's offense, or offense, goodness gracious, storm into Jerry Jones's offense. Oh, good, I did it again. Storm into Jerry Jones's office. There we go. And, and just plop that Super Bowl ring down and say, I want this thing in your house. What have you done? I would love that. I would love, I mean, I think it would be kind of lame, but I would love that because Jerry wouldn't have anything to say to that. I want that. I want Mike McCarthy to cash in on his credentials. That's what I want. That's what he should do. McCarthy should sit here. I just wrote something um, for our site about whether or not the Cowboys should restructure Ezekiel Elliott's contract. Um, NFL media Cynthia Freeland wrote about several players around the NFL who 
you know, could be restructured or released by their teams uh, this offseason. For what it's worth, they should not restructure Ezekiel Elliott. They can get out of that deal as soon as next year. And if they were to restructure him, they would be marrying themselves to Zeke for a year longer. And look, there's an argument to be made that, you know, I, I thought it was it was an interesting idea. That's why I wrote about it. But the, Cynthia wrote in there that it would, is inconceivable for the Cowboys to release Ezekiel Elliott this season because of the cap hit that they would have to take. And that makes sense, right? In a vacuum. Like, oh, man, it's a lot of money. We don't want that much dead money. And I, I hate to be the dude who, like, just brings up the champs and everything. But the L.A. Rams intentionally took on over $24 million in dead money to move on from Jared Goff. And that's the quarterback position. That's obviously more influential in the running back position. But, I mean, if, if you can upgrade, you do it. And in this case, if you can upgrade by playing Tony Pollard more over Zeke Elliott, then you do it. You, who cares about the dead money? And if I was Mike McCarthy, that's what I would be saying. I would be sitting here and saying, I'm not going to play Zeke because – you like him because of his cap hit, because of you know who he is and his status. And I love Zeke. I would love to see Zeke prove me wrong and prove everybody wrong. I would love that more than anything, really. But you know, if we're being honest here, that is unlikely. And if we're being honest, Tony Pollard is the more efficient runner. And so I would love if Mike McCarthy said, I'm not doing this song and dance anymore. I'm not doing any of this because I did it my way one time and I have this piece of hardware that you do not. And I want it in your building. I know all about this way more than you do. I want to see McCarthy cash in in that sense. So I want to see that disposition, you know, from him on Tuesday. That's what I want to see. I, I want to hear Mike McCarthy speak. And and this will, and I, I realize I'm about to talk out of both sides of my mouth because it will be annoying. Don't get me wrong. It will be really annoying if Mike McCarthy comes out and, and says his usual line about like, I know how to build a championship team. I've done it before, whatever. That will annoy me. But I want him to rub it in. That's what I, I want him to rub it in to the Cowboys and say, I know how to do this. You don't. And do that, dude. I mean, go off. and Go off. And I think if, if I were the Cowboys, I would let him go off because, A, you hired him. That's kind of the whole point here. And, B, you need to know, like we talked about a moment ago, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that he is not it if it doesn't happen this season. You do not need to have any shred of doubt come next offseason. Like, man, do we do we fire him? Like, you know, does, is there some sort of redeeming part of this? No, you have to know. You have to establish it. If you're going to make a run at Sean Payton or whatever the case may be, who knows what next year brings, you have to know. Because if you just run it, you know, for Sean Payton, whatever, I mean, like, if you don't have any answers, then what are you doing? You're just, you're treading water at this point. I mean, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think that Mike McCarthy is a better head coach than Sean Payton, but you're going to you're going to go get a former Super Bowl winner, <laughs> right? Like, that's that's what you just did. I mean, and, and again, there are different coaches. It's not an apples to apples thing, but you got to, yeah, you got to know. You got to know what Mike McCarthy says on Tuesday is going to be very, very important. And we're going to have you covered, of course, here at the Blog of the Voice podcast network at blogonthevoice.com, on social media, et cetera. Um, so make sure you check out all those things. Make sure you subscribe here to the podcast network. Like I said, we have two shows that come out every single weekday uh so your order after this let's see you have hidden yardage coming in later today um pinch hitting for riled up they'll be doing so again next week as well as mentioned tomorrow you have girls talking boys with kelsey charles and meg murray 
After that, you have the Star Seminar with Danny Phantom and Rabble Rouser. On Saturday, Cowboys Oi with Mauricio Rodriguez. And on Sunday, the World's Team with Meg Murray and Paul Stewart. Of course, then we bring it all back. On Monday, you got first and 10. Then you got the original spot for hidden yardage. Tuesdays, you get me on the 750 with Tony Casillas. Later on in the evenings, the BTB Roundtable. Wednesdays, the NFC's Mixtape. And then Talk in the Draft. And Thursdays, bada bing, bada boom. Back here, right where we started. So... Before Tuesday, I hope you have a great weekend. <laughs> you know, um, I said this uh, to a family friend recently. Last Sunday was dangerous for me because my wife got to see how productive I can be on a Sunday without football. Um, so, you know, got to be got to be careful myself. So, I don't, so, thank you, Bear. All right, it's time to get out of here, people. Uh, there is a car outside, and that is cause for chaos. It's okay, Bear. You have to stop so I can say goodbye to all of our friends and family. Okay, we're safe. Seriously, this car apparently was coming to attack us. But, you know, Bear got it done. Bear got it done. Thanks, buddy. Uh, sorry if that hurt your ears. If you were listening, like, on AirPods or something, like, you were on the treadmill, maybe that freaked you out. There's not a dog around you. It's just this misbehaving little boy. Uh, thank you for settling down. Thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with him. Uh, it means a lot to me anytime any of you reach out and talk about him. Um, it really it, you know, makes me and my wife very happy. So, with all of that being said, Have yourself a great day. Have the best day of all time. Like, have the best day ever. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.